Welcome to the School of the Forest podcast, episode one. Welcome to the School of the Forest podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Russell. At School of the Forest, we teach outdoor living skills in context. That means that students come to us, learn those skills, and get to use them on a day-to-day basis and on trail. This podcast aims to educate you about those outdoor living skills, give you a first-person approach to wilderness ecology, and provide you with a glimpse into some of the methods people are using to live sustainably. To find out more about the programs we offer, please visit schooltheforest.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody in podcast land. This is Christopher Russell. I'm in Uje Bugamu with uh, a bunch of good buddies. We just finished our trip up here with David and Anna. And we want to have a quick little podcast just to talk about the experience for some of the, for two of the people on this podcast. This is their first time up here. So uh, particularly interested in hearing what they have to say about the experience. So if you guys all want to go around and introduce yourselves. All right. All right. It's uh, Brian from uh, Snowwalker Outdoors. Um, First time up here with Dave and Anna and um, it has, all my expectations were met. Uh, it was it was a really really enjoyable time, um, just all around the, the people that I went with and the um, being up here with Dave and Anna. They they really took care of us. They were very uh, attentive to um, things that we wanted to learn. If if we didn't know them, uh, all we had to do was ask them, you know, simple questions, and and they would respond. I mean, uh, it was just nice having uh, you know people that were willing to. Uh, teach you their culture without any, um, I don't know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for without any, um, pretense. Yeah. Pretense. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So I enjoyed it very much. Blake Towsley from, uh, the river otters outlaw canoe club. It's my second time up here and I'm just kind of laying in bed here in a bit of a donut coma. <laughs> Had a hard snowshoe today looking for grouse to snare out of trees. We didn't find any, but it was pretty awesome. I don't know. It's uh, I just come up here and uh, I just try to buy everything that David makes and put it on my wall at home. <laughs> Seems I'm getting really good at that. Just an excellent time, though. You know, like they really take care of you. Um, you know, just show you the ropes. You can't like, uh, you can't compete with the amount of knowledge that David has. Like, there's no but like nobody that I know of who's as knowledgeable about living in the forest uh, sustainably and uh, practically as uh, David is. So. To learn from someone like that, it's uh, it's a real gift, and I'm uh, pretty thankful for coming up here. Uh, hey, everybody. Jordan uh, Hoot Morgan. Uh, first time to Uje. Uh, it's been a great, great experience. Uh, David and Anna are so generous and, uh, you know, just uh, so, so heartfelt in their approach uh, to making you feel included and... Uh, uh, you know, kind of sharing all the the many many experiences that they have, which is just an absolute wealth of knowledge. It's been uh, it's been a great trip. Yeah, so uh, I'm sort of curious, especially for the people that it's their first time up here. Was there any particular experience that we had that was up while we were up here that is really going to stick in your mind when we get home? Is there any sort of way of doing things that you're going to take with you into the bush? Um, just little little thoughts like that. I'd be really curious to hear. Well, one of the uh, one of the things I actually wanted to learn uh, myself is how to make uh, a pre-pattern of winter moccasin or mukluk. And although I have made them in the past, um, 
and I thought I actually had some halfway decent skills, and it basically made me look like a 12-year-old just <laughs> learning how to sew. Um, but she helped me out, you know, greatly, and um, basically it was uh, 75 to 25% work on her end, but still, um, I got to do some work on my own, and I walked away with... Uh, with a sweet pair of uh, winter moccasins and uh and then david would just whip out tips from like off-handed tips and you'd have to actually listen to him like splitting wood and, and the the blade gets uh hot so he would yeah you know just put it in snow just to cool it down just to get it to split the wood and, you know the, the entire week was filled up with things like yeah. that it's putting a piece of birch bark when you're splitting birch on the wedge like, yep yeah so to keep it from out. hopping out yeah. Uh, things like that were just, I mean, you, you had to listen and, and as long as you listened instead of like, just constantly like asking questions, you, you'd pick up a wealth of knowledge by just yeah. listening. Yeah. It's a totally different uh, sort of approach to education that they have up here than what we're used to, where we're sort of constantly like being presented with a thing and then picking it apart and, uh, you know, kind of pulling it, pulling it apart down to its most basic basic components and trying to suss out the information. But up here, it's more like just be quiet and watch and listen. And yeah, um, yeah it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to be a part of. Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, expectation wise coming into it, you know, I, there wasn't any one particular thing. I was more or less just kind of interested in seeing, uh, you know, sort of Anna and David's flow, um, you know, in, in uh, kind of just living their daily lives and then, you know, just kind of, be a fly on the wall to get to pick up some interesting tips and tricks. Uh, the one thing that has really stood out to me was the, um, uh, basically putting the net under the ice, mm. just sort of the physics of how that all happened. I think kind of as a group, we all kind of made comments of like, we've all independently kind of thought of how that process might work. Um, but then David's way was just so simple and straightforward. Um, whenever everybody else, I couldn't even think of a solution mm. to that problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, even the way so the what Huda's talking about is uh basically you thread a you essentially use a cut sapling like a needle and thread a fishnet under the ice and in order to do that you need to be able to push that push that sapling uh forward diver, and diver pole. Yeah, the diver pole, yeah. that's right. Put the dive pole um to the next hole that you've chipped and you have to hit that pretty accurately in order to keep moving it along because it's uh how how long would you say that net is it's it's a it's a 150 feet yeah it's yeah. a it's a long it's thing long. so you know we chipped nine holes and had to hit all of them pretty accurately and uh the way he did it was just a wise stick and he would he would twist it a different way every time he pushed to correct the same way you would yeah. correct for a paddle and it was just yeah. it was so such a simple way of accomplishing that whereas you know all of us that tried would would miss it and then he'd come over and be like ah i'll hit it and then he just would it was it was amazing blake anything this is your second time up yeah well any... just like when we were in gathered wood with him like you have to understand he's like 77 years old yeah. he's moving around on snowshoes and he's like like just perfectly felling trees, like perfectly just hitting like between trees and you just drop them. It's like, it's really something to, to spectate on. Definitely. Cause like, it's, I don't know, like, uh, you know, 77 in most uh, cases, people aren't, uh, out like outdoing young men. 
and this guy is so yeah it's like a life yeah. in the bush yeah, and living yeah. that way yeah has uh led to longevity in life i suppose and he has such efficiency with his movements yes. everything see like it, it's it almost seems laid back but it's so calculated yep. and yep. every step is just you know the most efficient possible yeah no wasted energy yeah. no wasted calories we went like uh like we said earlier we went out trying to snare partridge today and it was a a pretty good snowshoe hike and some of us are uh you know working pretty hard and huffing and puffing to keep up with him and he he's way ahead of us but seems to be moving slower i don't know how that happened but it was it was amazing for you know i'm i'm a fairly young guy and to to be outdone by a 77 year old on snowshoes is something there's something to that there's something to the way he's living that has allowed him to yeah like you said like the efficiency of motion is really apparent when you're there and and everything the whole time he's walking he's watching for you know we were out looking for partridge but he saw like you know a beaver house that he or he thought was a beaver house and wanted to check that out for the next time he comes through and he's looking for plants for the next time he needs to go and cut those and poles and all that stuff there's yeah there's nothing wasted at all constantly observing and remembering which is something i think most of us in the modern world are not good at Head down at a forty-five degree angle. Yeah, just exactly. Yeah. Just trudging, just trudging along, <laughs> and just the the amount of information he takes being on the land is incredible to me. Where he can, you know, walk a hundred yards and and know know who was there and what they were doing. It's a it's a really a really powerful thing to witness. Yeah. So. Um, as far as that goes, we kind of talked about David, but Anna taught us a lot of stuff oh, too. Yeah, and guaranteed. I would be, yep. and she did a lot of stuff for us. Yeah, too. she did. Basically, she did. <laughs> we did a bit of uh, uh, what is it called again? Embroidery. 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 Yeah, we embroidered a bit, but uh, one flower each, and yep. uh, then she sewed up uh, haversacks for us all. Yeah. On her antique uh, sewing machine, so hand cranked uh, sewing machine, which was uh, really yeah, impressive. Yeah. yeah, they have the. She has this phrase that she used a bunch, which was "done by eye." Which are uh, was by, the right? by the eye, by the eye, by the eye. So the idea being that, you know, she didn't really measure anything. She didn't, um, she didn't need to like trace a line to sew it. She just eyeballed it, and it all came out perfectly. And yeah. it's it's the same thing we were talking about with David. Is there's this this sort of uh, innate done underst- it a million times. Yeah, yeah. an innate <laughs> understanding of the material world around them that just I, I'm constantly blown away by. Even, even, so we just finished up helping scrape a moose hide. And even in that, she could sort of just, just by touch and feel yeah, and all that yeah, stuff, no, know, exactly, yeah. know exactly where we needed to put the scraper to get that layer of dermis off. And it was, yeah, it was absolutely incredible. But I'd be curious to hear from you guys if there was one thing in particular from Anna that really stuck out with you. Brian, you already mentioned your moccasins, but. Yeah, but. You know the amount of patience that she has. Yeah. Oh yeah, is is like paramount. You yeah. know she she and you know the thing about with her is like she'll sit down and she'll talk to you like you're a part of her family. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's she doesn't she doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. She she doesn't she opens herself up to you. She speaks from the heart, and and she doesn't ask you for anything except to just to listen. You know, and you know that's a quality that a lot of people don't even have anymore. Sure, or even you know? want. Yeah, or you know, even want. Like, and you no, know, it's just really cool. I mean, you you could almost like equate it to like sitting down and having a discussion with your grandmother. Yeah, yeah, that's how absolutely. I yeah, 
I definitely felt like she was my grandmother when she continued to yell at me to put a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think um, uh, one thing that definitely stood out to me about Anna was just sort of her sheer willpower and just how much energy she energy she has as well um you know she was uh up late you know a couple of nights <laughs> sewing bags and stuff and we're then, not helping yeah sewing bags yeah, yeah. for us yeah. absolutely <laughs> uh, and then would be up doing the same thing bright and early the next morning when we saw her for breakfast yeah. um and you know going non-stop uh it, really impressive yeah she talked about it a little bit where she said you know when you start working on this thing eventually you sort of just like tunnel vision and and then it becomes really relaxing and that's you know that something that all of us kind of touch on when we work on projects but i think she she can just click over into it instantly and then you just you see this this sort of tunnel happen in her head and she just gets stuff done yeah, yeah i really appreciate her storytelling that's uh, was for a big sure, part yeah. for me. Yeah. And she's just like always laughing too, which just like cracks me up. Like yeah. just tell the story and just always like laughing. Yeah, so really appreciated that. And like just how well she took care of us yeah. and always like made sure like everyone, like Christopher said, he had to wear a toque. You know what I mean? Like very <laughs> yeah. motherly with very, us. Very much. It's very, uh, it's just a, it's, it's a really awesome experience. Yeah. And particularly, like you said, with the laughing, it's, that's sort of a thing that's amazing to me whenever I'm up here is that we sort of have this image of what life in the bush is, is that it's like this man against wild and everybody you're fighting for everything yeah. but then you come up and live with people that are doing it and they're they are having a great time all the time they're always chuckling they're always laughing they don't take very much too seriously and it's yeah it, that's that's what this is that's what this is about you know yeah. yep. well we're at about 15 minutes does anybody have any sort of closing thoughts before we go would Give me, give me a word reason. of the trip. Pragmatic. 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 Yeah. Pragmatic. Everything that happens up here was absolutely pragmatic. Even we were commenting on David was carrying a snow shovel from uh, his cabin out to uh, one of the other shelters here. And he didn't, he didn't hoist it over his shoulder. Like most of us would do. He let it slide on the snow behind him and just dragged it across the parking lot and didn't waste any energy, even in something so small as carrying a shovel. And so the, yeah, the word of the trip has been pragmatic because that's what everything is up here. It's just simple and no energy is expended. that doesn't need to be. Well, great. great time. Yeah. If you guys would uh, recommend that, how would you recommend this to someone? What would be the things you would talk about that would make, make you help you convince someone to come up here and do this? Uh, We've kind of been talking about it, but if there was, yeah, we have. I mean, yeah, I, I'd I'd run down the list, you know, like yeah. I'd, I'd find a person that would be more or less, you know, interested in, in a certain thing. You know, like this is winter, you know, so it's obviously different than the summertime. But you know, if you're seriously into winter and and how to deal with this, you know, this is an experience that you know you should you should try. You should take you should take every opportunity to take advantage of this. Because, you know, they're not going to be around forever. Yep. And who knows who's going to take the torch after the fact. But, um, yeah, don't, don't, uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't miss out on it. You know, I'm glad I came. I mean, I'm 57 years old and I, you know, I still learn every day too. And so, and even Anna said that she was, you know, that she learns every day. So, you know, I'd just run down the list, you know. Yeah, I think my recommendation would be that it's just such a 
you know, beautiful landscape and you're getting to learn from somebody who's, you know, has such a genuine skill set and knowledge of what they're doing. And at the same time, we're just so welcoming and opening to kind of giving you a glimpse, um, you know, on the cultural front to sort of the life that they've lived, their, their families lived and sort of their plan for the future. So it's, um, yeah, definitely would recommend it to somebody who's looking for a really unique experience. I'm going to recommend the food because Sonia is a great chef. <laughs> that is true. Absolutely. <laughs> really took care of us too. It's just excellent. Oh, there's just so much. Like if you're interested, if you're like Canadian and you have any interest in like snowshoeing or canoeing, th- this is where it came from. Yeah. Like these people, like yeah. they're still holding on to their traditions. They still build snowshoes from hand. They still build ha- uh, rough cut out uh, paddles, canoe paddle or uh, canoe or snowshoe shovels. Snowshoe shovels. Snow Snow shovels. shovels. (laughs) It's late. It is. (laughs) Well, not really. I'm just tired. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, just like there's just so much knowledge to be uh, found here. It's it's ridiculous. I'm still in awe from from it all, and this is my second time up here. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. This is my second time up here as well, and I uh, now as uh, yeah, you see it through different eyes. The second time you come up here, you sort of start to watch. You're, you're less concerned with your experience of it and more concerned with paying attention yeah. to how they run things. And that's, that's been amazing to me is just watching the, the, the ease with which they manage groups and make them feel at home and um, really bring like, like Dave or Brian said, is they, they really bring you into, into their fold and are happy, <coughs> happy to have you there. And that's, that's a, that's a real gift that I don't think uh, many other people could pull off with the grace and ease that they do. Well, cool. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if you liked this podcast, you should share it with some friends. Um, you can find out more about these trips at schoolofforest.com or jackmountain.com. Um, looking forward to seeing some of you up here at some point, And thank you guys for being on. Thank you for having thank us. You. Yep. Thank you. All right. Take care. You've been listening to the School of the Forest podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show, and if you did, I hope you share it with a few friends. If you have questions or a topic we could cover, please let us know via email or in the comments. And lastly, if you want to know more about our programming, please check us out at schoolofforest.com. If you have other questions about that programming, please feel free to email me at c.russell at jackmtn.com. We're always looking forward to meeting new faces, and I hope to see some of you on trail soon. Thanks, and have a great day.